0: On today's show, The Dark Below is showing up soon. So guess what? You're getting two shows from us this week, and we beat the raid. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. Well, Diddy, we're doing something a little bit weird this week, aren't we?
1: Yeah, just just a tiny bit.
0: We're shaking it up. Since The Dark Below is releasing on Tuesday, we're putting out two shows this week. Why? Because we have heard your feedback, and also ourselves, you know, we feel sort of bad every time that we do a show and a bunch of new stuff comes out, and we're like, man, we have to wait until next week? That's an eternity for our viewers and listeners. So yes, we're doing a pre-show for Dark Below and a post-show. We're doing a show today, which is on Sunday. It's going to come out, and then later this week, Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to record another show once the Dark Below is out. If you didn't know, if you're like living under the rock, the Dark Below, the first Destiny expansion, comes out on Tuesday. So we're going to be... Reaching out to a lot of our friends of the show and getting their opinions, we have Sassy, who's going to be beating the raid the very first night it comes out, or hopefully they beat it. We're getting word from him on how Crota's end is going to go, so that come Wednesday, come Thursday, we can talk to you guys and let you know. This is what the raid is like. So far, this is what the expansion's like. We're really excited for this. How was your week, Diddy?
1: Pretty good, actually. It was just pretty slow at work, you know, busy getting ready for finals, you know, and Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Actually, yesterday, Sanic built her first computer. Very nice. I saw like a tweet or two about it. How is it? It's really good. It's a mini ITX build. So it's like this really small powerhouse. It has an i5-4690K processor because she's just going to be gaming on it. She doesn't need an i7. And her graphics card. Oh, my God. She has all the graphics. It's a uh, NVIDIA GeForce 980 and Ooh. it's like the graphics Huge. card is <laughs> the graphics card is heavier than the power supply no joke hmm. nice it's hilarious and it's awesome and i'm super jealous so tall case little case it's super tiny it's a bit phoenix uh prodigy which is sort of the bigger side of the mini itx cases but it's still like i don't know how to describe it um like i don't know think of a beach ball about nice that, about that size that's adorable so it's portable for lands too yeah but it's still pretty heavy but it's i'm sure i'm sure. more portable than my giant ass case it's, is that what she'll be taking to QuakeCon?
0: yes absolutely nice all right and destiny we did some fun stuff but what did you do this week other than the raid because we're really looking forward to talking about that
1: so i got actually got a lot done this past week um On the PlayStation, I actually did my first Nightfall. Um, Shout out to Alex D. He helped me through that with some friends. Nice. And um, we'll do the raid on the PlayStation with him and a couple of his friends pretty soon. And um, I actually got... What did I get? I can't remember. My first exotic. We finished Thorn. And um, yeah, that was exciting. And then on the Xbox, I... Uh, don't tell the don't tell no, your leader. I'm not going no. to okay. um <laughs> but uh other than the raid we uh we did the nightfall and I got some legendaries done I got to Vanguard rank 3 leveling up new nice. monarchy now um and I got the swarm uh legendary uh machine gun from the Vanguard rank 3 so I was going to ask what they exciting. gave you yeah
0: nice I got Dr. Nope when I hit Vanguard rank three. That's the auto rifle. I'm almost, it's almost leveled up. That's actually what I'm going to finish today is maxing that out. And it's a good auto rifle. It Just throws up a wall of bullets, man. Not very accurate. So I was, I was salty. I've been like, I got murdered in a crucible with Vito and sassy this week because it was like totally unupgraded and it was bad. It's
1: very bad. Nice. Other than that, destiny's floating our boats from what I can tell. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. I haven't played League in like a week and a half, and that's a really long time for me. (laughs) Nice.
0: I'm trying to think. This week, yeah, it's a lot of Destiny. I can tell you the next few weeks it's going to be a lot of Destiny as well. Um, I can't really think of anything big other than the raid. I've been doing Nightfall, Heroics, leveling up, got 150 Vanguard marks ready to go. So come in the dark below, if there's something I need to purchase, I'm ready to go. Not upgrading my exotics, I'm ready to get rid of Invective, because that shotgun is stupid and bad. <laughs> and other than that, I'd like to talk about our news so we can talk our topic, so let's get into it. News! So what's our first news story today, Diddy?
1: Bungie has confirmed player carryover to Destiny 2, meaning... You can take your Destiny 1 character, and once the next game comes out, you can just hop on right over and immediately start Destiny 2. So that's really exciting. I kind of expected that because that's what the Mass Effect franchise did, and it totally makes sense for a game of this scope. And I'm just, I was like, yep, okay, good. Thanks for the confirmation. Yeah, I would have lost it if they
0: said, no, you're starting new characters. These old ones? No, (laughs) they're gone. Yeah. Cool, but it's good to know. Yeah,
1: Dinglebot disposes of your dead body, finds another one.
0: Nice. <laughs> and there's new Mars Strike gameplay from the PlayStation experience going on in Vegas. You sent me this link, and you've seen it. What do you think about The Undying Mind?
1: So The Undying Mind is the PlayStation exclusive strike that's coming out. I haven't actually seen any gameplay of the other strike. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if they played it in Vegas or not.
0: Um, I think it was just the exclusive, oh, since it was yeah. the PlayStation event.
1: Yeah, duh, I'm dumb. okay. Thanks for that.
0: <laughs> they might have. I could be the, the dumb one. I don't know.
1: It, it would make the most sense to just have the PlayStation exclusive strike. Anyways, so the Undying Mind, um, it's actually, it does have some similarities to the Nexus strike yep. on Venus, um, except you can't really skip any of the enemies and you actually have to fight through everybody. Yep. And I kind of, a lot of, I've been reading up on Reddit about a lot of people's reactions and a lot of people don't like that, but I kind of, I kind of like it because it's strikes become boring after a while when you can just skip like the first three areas of enemies you know what i mean yes and what i really liked about the undying mind is at no point in the strike do you take your dinklebot out he tells you this will take a while and you have to defend against three waves of enemies yep this is just fight up all the stairs and get to the boss and it's actually pretty cool
0: yeah he looks cool too and everybody's saying it looks a lot like the nexus at least the boss does but it's a lot cooler looking of a nexus let's face it it's pretty grimed up different textures etc and the glow that it gives off is pretty neat
1: yeah i mean it's it's a it's a hydra style boss so he's gonna have Mm -hmm. the shield he's gonna be that turret in the middle excuse me and but he has three shields and whatever he looks cool i'm excited
0: exploits are going to come out too everybody was like it shouldn't be it shouldn't look broken at a press event okay people with the (laughs) negative reactions for goodness sakes there are so many cool tricks for the individual strikes just this week sassy showed me one while we were doing the nightfall that was really cool the upper level strat where you stay up top and just kill that one guy who spawns behind you i would never seen that and i've done that like strike a dozen times i know like three other ways to sort of cheese it and get around doing it the normal way The same thing's going to happen with The Undying Mind. There will be, like, I'm not saying go-rounds, but there will be cool strategies and different ways to do it. That's how it is with gaming. Where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) And Crota's End Raid. We got some news here, so why don't you drop it on us?
1: The Crota's End Hard Mode Raid will not be available until January. You can only play Normal Mode on day one, and the Normal Mode difficulty is going to be level 30. And the hard mode is expected to be at level 33. Don't forget that Dark Below expansion is upping the light level to 32. So you can get up to 32. And then the hard mode of the raid is expected to be at level 33. And there's a lot of cool theories about why they're not releasing the hard mode. But the one that makes the most sense to me is the fact that they can iron out all the bugs in the first month. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. The line of thinking is, let's release the normal version, and then let everyone show Bungie the bugs, the cheeses, the glitches, and then give them a time to fix it, and then release hard mode for a smoother, better, more challenging raid experience. And that just that makes sense, and it's I think it's brilliant on Bungie's part. It gives time for people
0: to run normal, learn it. And then, exactly, get rid of the, there's a lot of exploits with Vault of Glass, like you and I just ran it this week, and there's still ways that you can get around doing it the intended way. And they've worked on it, but I mean, we missed the, the time at which you could push Atheon off the platform, which would be hysterical, right? There's going to be those moments in the normal mode during the first month. But when people are taking it to hard mode, speedrunning the raid is becoming a much more um, publicized thing. There's a lot more official teams or quote-unquote unofficial teams who are saying they're going to be the first to complete it, the fastest to complete it, etc. This is a good way to do it. Also, with hard mode coming out in January, it should be stated that the raid weapons are not coming out until January as well, which I also think is good because that allows people to sort of compete on a similar playing field. A lot of the folks who can play during the first week and just grind and grind uh, are going to have the option to get maybe a nice set of loot drop for the first week of doing the raid. Instead, this way, you got a little bit of delay. I should also state this, if you have exotics or you're on an exotic bounty right now, do not buy an exotic, do not upgrade an exotic, and do not complete your exotic bounty until the Dark Below releases. If you've not been paying attention, there are huge exotic changes that are coming in the dark below. The way we level exotic up, exotics up is changing entirely. It would take a long time to sort of discuss it and I'd rather not talk about it here. I think later this week when we do our second show, Sassy is going to be explaining it, explaining it a little bit for us and you know, just don't <laughs> don't upgrade your exotics right now it'll be a waste of a shard it'll be a waste of your money since exotics are getting this pretty fat reset and changing the way the progression works basically I think that covers it doesn't it
1: diddy Yep, simple news let's talk about the raid salvaged
0: relic data is now decrypted not of consequence evening guardian earn your honor guardian Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. So you and I completed the raid this week, and I'm really interested in talking to our listeners about it. I know a good portion of the listeners have done it, but I also know a good portion have not. We talk with you guys, and it, I would probably venture it's maybe a 50-50 split, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would probably say 60-40, that okay. 60 have done it. So
0: Yeah, well then, still, that's a big percentage of people who... Haven't played it. I know a lot of the folks on my friend friends list have not completed it. And I do know most of the players who left this game early at, like, say, level 25 <laughs> or 26 did not complete the raid. Uh, we got to do it with a really cool team. Sassy, who you're going to be hearing on the show come later this week, was sort of our guide through this. He, uh, as well as his team, took us through the Vault of Glass. For a little bit of context, they run the raid every week. They run it a ton... They had, I think, world record for the speed run on hard mode for a little while. I don't know if they still have it. I don't think they actually still have the world record. They've been practicing going for it. Come the dark below, his team is going to be first night trying to beat the raid and trying to get good speed run records. So the people we ran with were extremely experienced and I'm just curious, did he how did the the fault of glass treat you?:
1: Pretty well. Um, in the first area, what is that what is that guy called? I don't remember. The guy with all the waves and the oracles. The opening the door thing? or The, the Templar, yeah. 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 The, the Templar, right? So I was on the, the right side. And uh, I was never really overwhelmed um, because, you know, we had those experienced players. But, you know, only being level 26, I didn't feel like I was, you know, hurting the team. Does that make sense? Yeah. I definitely felt like... I was contributing, you know, I was killing everybody, you know, obviously as a hand cannon main, I'm going to be able to one or two shot most of the enemies coming out with precision kills. Yeah. Uh, So I could, I could keep up pretty well. And I just really liked the whole progression through the whole, Thing Like, my favorite part of the raid was the Gorgon's Maze, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Like
0: That was short, that was like a minute and a half.
1: Yeah, and like, I really like the mechanic of the Gorgons, like, and the lore behind it, they actually, if they they find you, they prove your existence, and to them, if something exists, they kill it. Hmm. That's really cool. And, like, I don't know, I just like, I really like sneaking games, that's why I'm playing Shadow of Mordor, and that's why I love Splinter Cell. I love sneaking, you know? And yep. that's kind of why I'm a hunter, right? I don't, I like to be in the action, but not all the time. Yeah, and uh, I actually have a commentary coming out of my YouTube channel about my Halo playstyle, but that's beside the point. So I really liked all the stuff in the raid.
0: Yeah, so it's a three stage adventure basically, with little bits and pieces in between. Uh, wouldn't you say? There's three main fights: Templar, the like Gorgon puzzle jump area, then we get to Atheon. Yeah. I loved the environment. I think the environment design down there, like the scale of that underground place, is insane. Like when we were just waiting for Sassy before the Atheon door, just sort of explored around a bit. Did you look at how huge that area is? (laughs) Yeah. It's just so stinking cool. And I don't know, the encounters were really fun. You and I both mentioned this. I'd love to do the raid with people similar level because it wasn't very much of a challenge. We were playing with fully geared level 30s who have every exotic in the game maxed out and who do this thing in their sleep. So there wasn't a big threat of death and we had every basically section explained to us. This is what you do here. This is what you do here. But if you were doing this for the first time with no explanation, having to discover and figure this out... Oh, it would be, like, such a cool experience, probably pretty frustrating, especially, like, the the portal stuff. If you didn't know how the portal thing worked, (laughs) that would be very frustrating, learning how to shoot the oracles and which one to stand on. But what a blast, man. I think it's very easy to say, if you have not completed the raid, you are missing out on a massive part of what Destiny is. And you're missing out on what I think is the best designed part from a gameplay perspective— I felt like the encounters were the best designed encounters in the game, hands down. Absolutely. Totally agree. The environment, the challenge, the loot. I'm now obsessed with getting (laughs) and leveling loot. So let's explain how loot works, basically. There are three chances for loot drops throughout, correct? I think there's maybe five if you include the chests, right? Yeah, aside from the
1: chests, there's three, I think, three chances to get loot
0: each of the bosses gives you the chance there's a couple of chests and you're only allowed one set of loot per week so if we were to do it again before the tuesday reset we wouldn't get anything world of warcraft does the same thing it's a weekly uh reset for raid gear basically and it's random what you get but it's it's part of the fun it's a good reason to run the raid i didn't have the luckiest of drops but (laughs) you had an awesome drop set so
1: what did you get So if you follow me on Twitter, you already know what I got. But if you don't, um, I got from the drops, not the chests, I got um, the gauntlets. I'm a hunter, by the way. I got the gauntlets, the chest piece, and from Atheon, I got Chatterwhite, Atheon's epilogue, and the last word. So, which is the hand cannon you is, want? Which, which, like, if you think is about like, the odds yeah. of that,
0: that's insane.
1: <laughs> I hit the jackpot. I got so lucky, and the next raid run we do, I am gonna get straight uh, ascendant shards. I guarantee it. It's, yeah, I my luck has run out for in terms of loot. And we were talking about this before, but in the pre-show, I really like the fact that doing the raid guarantees loot. You know, yeah. it might not be the loot that you want but you're going to get some type of high-level reward regardless. And, and it's not all trash loot either. Like, I would venture 80% of the
0: stuff that you would get you're going to keep from the raid.
1: Yeah, like, now in, in PvP, I'll switch out my gauntlets to something that gives me hand cannon reload speed because I'm main hand cannon, but that just makes sense. But I'm definitely keeping all the loot that I have. Because Mm -hmm. I need to get to level 29, level 30 to do these next raids and stuff. And, like, even if you just get Ascendant Shards, I still have to level up my Legendary Gear, you know? And Mm -hmm. I still need that stuff. So it's not like, at this point, it's not like it's a waste. It's not like we don't need it.
0: Yeah. I got a shotgun and a shader. The rest (laughs) was energy. So I wasn't too pleased with the run. But the shotgun I got, I can't remember the name of it right now. I'm sure everybody's like, gosh, are you kidding me? I was just leveling it this morning, but uh, it's better than Invective, which is the exotic shotgun that I have. And I'm just about positive I'm going to be scrapping Invective once Dark Below gets here to get a shard because that shotgun sucks in comparison to this purple shotgun I got. So it's it's cool that legendaries in the raid, the legendary weapons that drop, can be more useful than some of the exotics. No, did I say some of the exotics? Oh, I bought Plan C this week from Sir. Did you?
1: Nice. No, I didn't, actually. I... I bought the uh, the hunter gauntlets, the exotic ones, the, um, nice. the spine thing. I just think they're really cool. The
0: warlock headpiece was really just for 3v3, people who play 3v3 Crucible, which I don't at all. So it's hard because right now I'm trying to save. I feel like come dark below time, it'll be like, oh, I want that and I want that and I want that. But right now I'm finally like accumulating enough where it's like, I should buy plan. I heard from everybody, buy plan C. That's like one of the top five in the game right now. So not leveling it yet. Because Dark Blows on Tuesday. And then we'll level it up. But closing thoughts on the Raid, man. Uh, To players who haven't played the Raid, what would you say to them? And to players who have played the Raid, what would you say?
1: To those of you who haven't played the Raid, play the Raid. Like, find some people. DestinyLFG.com allows you to find a group to actually run the Raid. And just do it. Because it's like, man, I remember when the Raid first came out. Everybody was saying, dude, why didn't the game reviewers play the raid before Destiny came out? Because, like, the Destiny score probably would have been increased by one or two points because the raid is just so good. It's just like, it's so much fun. There's so many puzzles. Like, the jumping puzzle was the hardest thing of the raid to me because I couldn't get it. It took me like seven tries. And it's just like, it's just jumping and that's the hardest part of the raid that doesn't make any sense but that's like the best part about the raid you don't expect those kinds of things to be difficult and it is and it's just ah awesome i yeah
0: i fully agree to players who have played the raid what would you say
1: um get a better faster time i mean (laughs) uh, get ready for crota's end yeah get ready for crota's end and um oh so people who have played the raid here's here's what i want to say don't expect crota's end to be similar in mechanics it's it's a whole new raid it's a whole new environment it's a whole new enemy type or not new different whatever and don't try and cheese it the first time Play it through, experience it, and then develop your cheese. Yep.
0: I'm sure there'll be methods, but I think they've wisened up. They've seen, they have a lot of data. I'll just say this, like, to people who haven't played the raid, don't be intimidated by it. And even if it comes down to playing with strangers, try and play Vault of Glass before Crota's End, if at all possible. And for people who have played the raid, get ready for Crota's End. I really want to do Crota's End... Uh, with diddy without having a lot of f- an acknowledge i really don't want to go through with a guide i kind of want to learn it on our own and discover that now if it's super frustrating I totally agree with that yeah you know what i'm saying i don't want to get we got lucky because we had <laughs> basically tour guides take us through the vault of glass and very experienced people who are like and this is what t-rex does when you feed it this so don't feed it this like I want to go through the learning process with Crotus End and discover it because that would have been amazing. Probably frustrating, but you remember how long it took people to do Vault of Glass the first day it came out, man? I was watching it on stream and I was like, this is six ridiculous. Hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those numbers make sense. Now, when we played it, I'm like, this took people six hours. This is ridiculous. But to figure that stuff out, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty jazzed. I'm very jazzed, actually. So I think that's basically what we got. Uh, We'll do it. came from Twitter in the show later this week because we're going to get a few more. We had a lot of people completing the bounties. We like seeing that. Your Tumblr sparrows are pretty cool and a few questions that we'll answer. So don't think we're overlooking it. Diddy, is there anything else you want to
1: add? You got the found verdict, shotgun. Thank you. Yeah, I got found verdict. (laughs) Boom. Uh,
0: Where can people find your content?
1: Twitter.com slash wooshness, W O O O S H N E S S. YouTube is the same and twitch.tv slash destinytheshow. Very
0: nice. Remember, you can go to destinytheshow.com for all the links from today's show. I'll be uploading both YouTube versions of this in the same video. That probably didn't make any sense. iTunes Lyft's listeners, we love you. Uh, we'll be streaming soon. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon, Follow us at destinytheshow. Tweet us, and we'll feature you here on the show. We like questions, and we'll give you your bounty later this week. Everybody, enjoy Dark Below. We're very excited, and we'll see you in a few days.